Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. We are back with Spooky Time, episode 26. It's been a little while, folks. What? We were getting our spooky on. I forgot that we even did the video stuff. I know. But we're here to be mainlining the secret truth of the universe, as Rusty Cole would say, because we are talking all about true detective all right all right all right all right all right all right yeah <laughs> wrong one but hey time is a flat circle so all his roles yep. just go together i'm liz williams and i'm joined <laughs> by over in carcosa washington dc robert zillbauer <laughs> that, that that byzantine labyrinth that is washington yes. dc uh and i am and in portland Eric closest Lee. to the night country that's right on the map Closest to the night country. <laughs> Keeping it weird in Portland. Keeping it weird in Portland. Okay, so we're here to talk about True Detective. Season four, True Detective colon Night Country is in process right now on HBO Max. We have seen four of the six episodes. While we're recording this, they're about to drop episode five to avoid the Super Bowl. They're going to give it to us a little bit early. Thank you, Max. And yes, Thanks. thank you, Max. <laughs> thank you, Max, for making this show. This was on my things I was looking forward to in 2023. Mm-hmm. And we got it at the very beginning of 2024. And I've been a huge fan of this franchise and talked about it on the podcast prior for season one in our I think um, detective horror and our Southern Fried Horror, because that one was set down in Louisiana. Season one. Now, this has taken a big, big, big turn and is the only one not set in the South, the only one not full of men. This one is set in Ennis, Alaska, and is Jodie Foster as det- Sheriff Liz Danvers. Kicking ass, taking names, and pretty much screwing her way through the small town of Ennis. (laughs) Sleeping her way through the entire city of Ennis. Yes. And being and being being sassy and and cranky the whole time. She's such a bitch. But she's amazing. All right. Eric, do you want to give us a summary so far since you wrote a amazing article on our site? ScariestThings.com. Are we doing um are we doing spoilers for spooky time? I think I think pe- people who are listening in be prepared for some yeah. loose loose spoilers because we're going to be talking. We're, we're going to be particularly for season one, which yeah. hey, if you're just well, getting that on was it, ten years ago, yeah, so. right. As Robert and I just got got wise to it uh, ourselves because you know I I just started the um, uh, the True season Detective four. season one after okay. I started season four. Um, well, I think you can enjoy season four without having seen season one. It's just oh, yes. when you're watching season four, they had one character in season four. It's called his name is Travis, and we're not sure if he's a ghost or you know like what. But his name is Travis Cole, and we were watching, and I was like, that's "Oh my his, god!" Like that's, that's it's Matthew Vaughn's dad. Yeah. <laughs> and, so yeah, and you're seeing the spirals. Like if you're watching on YouTube behind Robert's head, those are the spirals that were, those mm-hmm. are connecting season one <laughs> and season four. So there's just lots of little Easter eggs. Yeah, like the there are tons company of company that owns Easter the eggs. mine is the company from the, season the, one. The Tuttle Company. Yeah, and yeah, and, and and Liz Liz who's been baptized in the in, in the entire uh, four season run, and actually Robert has actually completed now the mm-hmm. four, full four season run too. So. Um, but this is, uh, yeah, this is on Max, uh, and this is, 
this is where Max gets to show off, right? Yeah. Where yeah. Uh, other, you know, other companies like Amazon and uh, AMC and Peacock, they're all trying to, they, they all want to do what Max can do. When HBO slash Max invests in their shows, it is water cooler television. This is the same, yeah. of course, the same group that gave us um, Game of Thrones and The Wire and The Sopranos. And it's just, they get, they get, they have, they put in superior budgets to get superior casts. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, episode uh, or season one was um, a showcase for Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, um, and 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 who played uh, two uh, two detectives investigating a, a murder that was uh, that, that had that had some supernatural underpinnings or cultish underpinnings. Cultish underpinnings, because yeah. um, that's. That you say that this is the first season that is supernatural, yes. which has got some people very divided mm-hmm. on whether or not this should be True Detective. I think that's why they added the colon Night Country. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> the the um, and um, they've changed up showrunners, uh, and the new showrunner is Issa Lopez. She wrote it. She, and wrote, yeah, she, she wrote, wrote it. it. She wrote it. D- directed, directed and, is, of, and yeah. is the showrunner. Um, yeah. And she she was she was inspired by um, clearly that she wanted to use Jodie Foster because she was a huge fan of of course um, the Nell the, the, yeah from from help, help me here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, oh God! Now, I just to- that's total, a million total, years ago. No, 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 total, total, total brain brain fart here. Help me Silence out. Silence of the Lambs. Thank you. Silence of the Lambs. Okay, not now. Okay, Silence of the Lambs, which influenced Seven, which influenced uh, True Detective season one. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's this. There is a lineage to that, and she goes, "If I could only get Jodie Foster, she got Jodie Foster." So she's doing a distaff version of. Uh, you know, so they they're, they paired Jodie Foster up with a newcomer, uh, Kaylee Rice, who plays uh, uh, Trooper Evangeline Navarro. Uh, she's a fighter. She is a she she's is awesome. a, she's a, a boxing boxer. champ. She is yeah. she's a six title holding light. Lightweight uh, and oh, like literally, literally, yeah, she literal, is. A, I did not know that. Wow, her, a welterweight she, boxer. Yeah, she is, uh, and she looks it. <laughs> she is. Mm-hmm. It's like you, this is a woman who you do not want to mess with. And but she's a pretty good actress. She's a very but, good yeah. actress. If you put anybody up against Jodie Foster, you know, like yeah. uh, but but Don uh, Hawks, Christopher Eccleston, like. Yeah. It's gonna be hard, but she's holding her own. Yeah, I think she and, is too. Yeah, yeah. You you wouldn't know that she's a, a newcomer to acting, um, right? And no, um, she's uh, she's of indigenous blood. Uh, it's from a I, I forget the the, the tribe that uh, uh, she came from in it's in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Uh, but she is, I think, I think one of the cool things about the actress is that she's been a huge Sik- advocate. Sikonki Wampanoag tribe. And she's been an advocate for missing indigenous women, which, oh. surprise, surprise, which is one of the basis of the story season. Yeah. For, for season four. Where, um, uh, you know, so Issa Lopez, again, if you're not familiar with her, she did a, a one, one of my favorite movies from 
the Overlook Film Festival from a few years back, Tigers Are Not Afraid, um, which is a brilliant piece of Mex. She's a she's a Mexican uh, director, and so it's it's kind of funny that she, she's she's doing this in Alaska. Um, but it's a uh, it's a flip, right? We we have uh, as opposed to two. It's a very. T- I think there were a few things that felt quite as testosterone infused as True Detective season one, and there's a good bit of that in season two as well. Um, but uh, now it's sort of the same kind of troubled individuals. Oh, these, these, they're all these, troubled. These broken, yeah. broken yeah. protagonists who everybody's gone through tragedies. They've got real. These are none of these people are ha- have had easy lives. Uh, and yeah. all, throughout the show, and and that that certainly plays plays through here. Um, so the story, the, the 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 rough story is that there was a scientific station in the fictional town of Ennis, um, where the the entire team of men, kind of like uh, the thing, <laughs> bunch of men in a remote yep. remote frozen outpost. Uh, are found frozen in a block of ice together, all in these grotesque poses as if they were afraid of something. And they're all naked in the snow. Uh, and and it was the shocking end to, there's your spoiler alert, episode one, where you get introduced to, um, you, you briefly see them while they're alive, and then you, we get introduced to our characters yeah. and they 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 they, they 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 are now scientific popsicles and uh yep. they they're going to be defrosted in the local hockey rink yes and <laughs> and this is where but the, the the fun part i think um one of the great things i love about these detective shows is actually the sleuthing right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and and uh so so liz, liz danvers um she's She's the sheriff on the case. Um, Evangeline Navarro has been pursuing a case that gets tied into this, which was a woman who was murdered and and ditched in front of the the mine, which is the big uh, per, the the what drives the economy in town. And there has been a long-standing battle between the local indigenous population and the. Uh, and the mine for poisoning the waters and mm-hmm. and a, sort of a, just being a bunch of greedy capitalists, but it still is what makes the town run. And so there's this tension, and and certainly Jodie Foster is is represents the the townies, and uh, the uh, trooper uh, Navarro represents the Inuit in a lot of ways. Um, but the two. The two cases begin to come together because they find in the station a tongue. Yep. Specifically yep. a woman's tongue, which eventually gets defined as the the tongue of Annie, who is the the, the, the missing woman. It's like, how did that last that long? That the, the case is very it's it's years old at this point. And so, you know, how how did this end up coming to be there? Why are these guys frozen out in the snow? Right. And and so um, Danvers tries. She wants to do the investigation independent of Navarro, um, but it's a small town, and a lot of these things connect. And uh, so we've got to team so up and like, work together, like, yeah, which is like, how you get. That's attention. classic detectives. You got to yeah. have two that don't want to work together, yeah. work yeah. together, yeah. and. 
without spoilers and things, we, we will find out they have worked together in the past. We're still unraveling that mystery of what right. happened in their why they don't uh, get along night together. Why they yes. don't get along? I have some theories on. Mm-hmm. Who did the shooting? But yeah. we'll find out. Yeah. We'll be finding out soon. Well, so. one, the, one of the great tiebacks that happens here is that there is a spiral tattoo that is found on one of uh, the frozen science, scientist popsicles out there. And uh, they deter- They also, it, through, the, the, through some sleuthing, managed yep. to figure out that it is also on was a tattoo on the back of Annie, the missing woman from the previous case. That's one of the connections. Mm-hmm. And then there's one of the scientists who someone also recognized, oh, that guy had that same tattoo. And then right. it also happens to be a sign of Carcosa, which is a great Lovecraftian tie-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it predates Lovecraft. Um, yeah, but this, Robert Chambers? Yep. And 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 the um, the king in yellow, mm-hmm. um, and the and and with the, the the city which is the of madness which is Carcosa which is a spiral and there are lots of spiral allusions yeah. like that they, they they all of a sudden they, I I love one of the things on the on the cover of our um, uh, the, the the website link is uh, Danvers sitting in the middle of a spiral of investigate of, of photographs. Paperwork. Yeah, yeah, paperwork. And it's, and, uh, you know, and then the, there are some other things like that we see at the very beginning of the show, there was a stampede of caribou that went over the, over a cliff. And in season one, there, there is a lot of antler imagery. Mm-hmm. And so we see a lot of antler imagery coming back here. It's well, and not to mention the spiral on the back of the, the gal that sparks the entire case yeah. for season one. That's the beginning. Yes, right, yeah. right, right, right. And that, <clears throat> and that's, and and uh, Rust, uh, who was Matthew McConaughey, would see spirals in flocks of birds. Flocks of birds, and yeah, he, yeah. And he starts seeing he. There's there are hints of madness in Rust, and one of the fun things here is that you can make some comparisons. There, mm-hmm. there, there, that Navarro comes from a a, a family of psychotics. Yeah. And yeah. her sister. One of the, one of the other things yeah. is that both of these shows have a lot of stuff where there's family entanglements, and boy, this mm-hmm. is this. Uh, it, if anything, sometimes I kind of wish that they played it a little bit more straight and just kind of went straight through it. But you understand a lot about the backstory of the characters because of the family relationships. There's like everybody's got like a crazy sister or a crazy daughter or a or a. a or they they've got uh, they got philandering problems, or they've got you know they're so they, they, there's a lot of this again broken protagonists who right. do yeah. stupid stuff that they shouldn't do that would ruin their lives and the lives of others because they're either thoughtless or they're they just get they they they're troubled. Um, anyhow, uh, so there's there's and 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 one of the things for madness spirals are also. A reference to madness, um, and we see that play out uh, multiple times during during season four as well. Um, I I think, and I, and I don't know about you guys, but I think so that that if Navarro is the Rust connection, that mm-hmm. uh, Marty, the Woody Harrelson character, is is a lot like Danvers, 
They're almost exactly alike. Yeah. They all mm-hmm. sleep around. They have really screwed <laughs> up family lives. They, but they are the straight shooter of the bunch, yeah. even though they're, they're the non-believers. Totally effed up right. And the non-believers. But I mean, we, I don't want to spoil season four, and we can't because we don't know the ending yet. But what are we? Th- I'm hoping. I have a feeling they're going to go full on supernatural and I'm hoping that they don't, but Uh, I don't know how, I think they've dug themselves into a supernatural hole. I don't think they have to. I don't don't think they have to either. Okay. I think, I think there's, I think there's definitely a cult and I think that, I think there will be suspicion of supernatural leanings because I think part of the, part of the thing relative to Navarro and Navarro's sister, Julie is the madness Mm-hmm. And and some right. of this, I think that for those of you familiar with, uh, there was an Al Pacino film, you know, where, where it was, um, you know, the, the, there's the the madness that comes with the 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 permanent night of being. Oh near yeah, the, that was being, a remake. Yeah, that Al Pacino one of but, a Norwegian film, I believe. Yeah, but but when you when you live above the Arctic Circle, you'll go for months oh. without yeah, daylight, yeah. and yeah. so so that there's. You know, so a lot of the kind of stuff, the induced madness from the environment, from genetics, and from poisoning, which is is becoming a situation in season four, it's that, that it is causing tensions within the, the city, that there's going to be, you know, the mine, which has, you know, I, I've, I've been working on, and I can show, show the audience this, <laughs> I have... Um, Eric's got his own crazy person board. Yeah, my my crazy person board, which <laughs> looks a little bit like this, where I'm Madness. trying to make, make the connections between um, the the Salal station, the mine, the bad water, the madness that's happening in the city, the cult. It's all this cobweb of interconnected. Uh, stuff which is fun because it's like you could sort of see that the the um, uh, the the detectives are trying to put this together, and there are a lot of times where the the city is a character, right? Mm-hmm. And and yeah. and I think uh, Danvers tells uh, Officer Peter, who is her junior um, uh, deputy, it's like uh, that Ennis killed. The, uh, the these people that it was yeah. that that it's um, that there's something rotten at the core to this to this town and uh, and and so it it is its own it is its own thing and it's a, and it has its own mascot too in a in a one-eyed polar bear which I still exa- <laughs> I, I I will tell you I haven't exactly figured out what the the one-eyed polar bear but I I've heard some things that. That uh, the idea that a one-eyed that 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 a one-eyed creature or person can see better in the dark, hmm. which is well, like, oh okay. Well, maybe go that. on TikTok. There's everybody spouting, uh, you know, theory. Whoops. I no, since we, we lost can't you, Liz. Spoil, and we start, don't know. Start, we back up a little bit. Oh, serious. We lost you. You were frozen too. Sorry. Um, I said, since we can't spoil, we don't know the ending. Go on TikTok if you want to get into your own spiral about uh, what's <laughs> happening in this. I'm going to give a hot take. We always said, like Mike, will, Mike and I have always talked about how, hey, if you like Hereditary, go watch Kill List. If you like True Detective Season 4, go watch Fortitude. Uh hmm. 
I'm a little nervous. It's going to go almost exactly the way that Fortitude did, which is one of my favorite shows that I've also talked about a billion times on the podcast. So I'm just going to say, if you like this, go watch Fortitude, because then you get three seasons in the Arctic uh, <laughs> with creepy stuff and polar bears and environmental issues and madness. Uh, so I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm going to rank... I'm going to still call it. I'm ranking my True Detective favorites. It's three, one, four, two. Two shouldn't even be allowed to exist. It was so bad. Robert said it's not that bad because he just binged all of them. Well, but it wasn't that bad, but it's still on the bottom of my list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is Colin, you, Colin Farrell and Vince Colin Vaughn. Colin Farrell. Vin, Vince Vaughn and Kelly yeah. Riley were in like a whole different show than Colin Farrell and Rachel McAdams. Like they <laughs> crossed, but it was like, it looked so different. I was like, what? They were just chewing the scenery, uh, Kelly Riley and Vince Vaughn. And it just, I don't even remember. I mean, I know it connected, but I couldn't even tell you how. I don't no. remember. So, it was like yeah. the politics of L.A. It was very silly. So I've only watched two the, the first season and uh, the fourth season. Um, I really love season four, I think. But The Thing is your favorite movie. The Thing is my favorite movie, yes. <laughs> also, also true. Yeah, but, it's true. But I also love Jodie Foster. Um, yeah, I mean, she's I, I think wonderful she, to see her on you the just want, and She is... You know, she plays such a bitchy character. And mm-hmm. so, you know, she's a she she admits to that she wanted to play a Karen. That yeah. that, that, <laughs> that nobody wanted to hang out with her. She's playing a slutty Karen though. Yeah. And, <laughs> no one wants to hang out with her because like yeah. I mean, we're but, finding like she has slept with everybody in this town. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Navarro, it's almost a joke now. So yeah. They're like, what? No, no. And she's like, Yes. I just like <laughs> and, and then knock on the door and the woman at the door goes, Oh, yes. it's you. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be any door in town, yeah. really. And, yeah, it really could. <laughs> and uh but she's she also, you know, my as I was saying, some of my favorite bits are the sleuthing, and I love the part where she and um, Finn Bennett, who plays uh, Peter Peter Pryor, the mm-hmm. her deputy, and he's puzzling his way through it. And she goes, "Wrong answer, wrong answer. What is it?" Something's oh, wrong with that when kid. they do the questions, I think we're gonna yeah. find something and, out yeah. about and, that and, kid. I like that. And you you get to be you you're in the role of Deputy Pryor. Because you go, she's Morgan Freeman to, to his Brad Pitt. That's yes. exactly what Morgan Freeman did right. to Brad Pitt and, in and, Seven. And that's and that again is what an, an Issa Lopez yeah. reference. And she, you mm-hmm. know, that that she's she she loved these loves these tie tie-ins. Um, Finn Bennett reminds me of a young Matt Damon. Oh and yeah, he totally yeah, does. Like, does. Like, I don't know Matt if you Damon. remember. Uh, I think it was. Um, Goodwill the, 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 well, yeah, well, Will Hunting and the JFK uh, uh, assassination movie uh, starring Kevin Costner. Um, no, like, is that the Oliver Stone one? Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, where he plays he plays a, a young soldier. I think it was soldier, just called JFK. JFK, and, and he yeah, was, it was yeah, and he was he was scrawny. He was real thin. I was like, God, he looks like a young Matt Damon. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it, you know, and and he's got a family mm-hmm. that's kind of messed up because she. You know, there's a great bit where, where uh, John Hawks, who plays his dad, who's a terrible Love cop, him, but uh, he's a great actor. Yeah. He's one of my favorites. He, he's fantastic. But when he drops the line of, 
hey, why don't you stop playing Mrs. Robinson to my son? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who's Mrs. Robinson? Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was, that was a great line. And then, but it's like, it, it ties in together sort of all of the funny little interconnected relationships within that, 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 you know, no, she hasn't actually started sleeping with the kid who's the only one she probably hasn't in, in, in town. I know. So, but yeah, I, I, um, but I love season um, one I, was fantastic. But I think there's definitely something though. up with him. With, with yeah. you think so, Peter? Do you think? Do you think Peter's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's something up with him. Um, and the reason that I do think it's going to go supernatural is think of tigers are not afraid. She's a magical realist. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to be reality. So that's my that's where my betting is. I suspect season the- one was phenomenal because it was. HBO always does a water cooler show and it was something different than we'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. And now with binging and being able to get everything, this is the first one where I've been like, Ooh, I can't wait for the next episode. And you know, so after, after the show's over, Liz is going to, no, I'm saving it. Yeah. Well, I I get, it's still early enough out, out, out here that I can watch it. Yay. Thank you, Max. Um, it's not for me. (laughs) So yeah, I, uh, so questions, questions now. Since we're we're not really spoiling, but we can do some predictions. Yeah. Mm. You think Peter <coughs> is going to be effect, uh, 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 tied to this? Yeah. So okay. So let me ask you, Robert. Who do you think might be part of the cult within the town that we've met already? Because there's there's a scientist who's missing, who we think right. who is an obvious cult member potentially. But we just found him didn't we no we no, found we, somebody else we, we found oh. we found a surveyor. oh that's right that's right we yeah found, yeah yeah guy. who's wearing his coat yeah and that yeah. guy's and that guy's nuts yeah. yeah there's a lot of that going around though mm-hmm. yes the, it's it's annis annis has gotten to him i don't know what's gonna happen with the deputy I don't know either, but like the he, he can't be the only untouched character yeah because okay so i have i have a couple of thoughts okay okay um i think either Hank or Captain Connolly may be part of the Tuttle group or have connections oh, to it. Less, less likely, less likely Hank because he's living out of a trailer and someone who has Tuttle funding probably wouldn't be living in a mobile home. Right. But I don't know what, like Ennis doesn't really look like it has big suburbs with McMansions. No, I think, I think Rose is the only one who lives. That's the suburb. The Fiona Shaw character. You want to know character. what people on TikTok think that Rose is not real. Oh, okay. Well, I think I, I think we. No one else has seen her except Navarro, or spoken to her. Well, that but she mentions that that no, because that they they actually when they go out on the ice don't. Well, you're right. They actually don't. Yep. They, they don't. They don't I actually meet with they her. They could be a sixth sense kind of thing. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, th- I don't know. I, I think yeah. I think Rose is is um, uh, Rust's mom. I think that's that that that's that because his dad Travis is his is her, is his dad. So I think that's I think she she might be his mom. Maybe, but she said something about Travis having leukemia. That's what Matthew McConaughey said his dad had died of. But I don't remember. I think he had said his dad left his mom. 
I can't remember. That's can't remember too far back yeah. into the True Detective season one. But like she, Rose made that like Christmas feast and stuff like that. And like yeah. her house is different than everybody else's. Yeah, her house so is very TikTok different from everybody else. thinks she is a ghost or not real at all. And she, that she, has a, she has the nicest house in town. And she like, doesn't do it. It's like out in the middle of nowhere. Another too. amazing mm-hmm. actress. Yeah. Love her. Uh, I saw Fiona her. Shaw was Fiona in. Shaw. Yeah. It was in Andor and she stole the show. She was. I think she, she always was, steals the show. Ro- Robert, have you seen Andor yet? I I have. I don't remember which one she she's, was. She's uh, Andor's mom. She's, oh yes. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. She, she, gives, she goes out and does the old tear down the walls speech, and it was like yeah. there were like three epic speeches in Andor, and uh, you know they're the three the three best speeches in the history of Star Wars in one show. So you know <laughs> that's but Fiona Shaw. Also, Harry Potter. Uh, yeah. She's, yeah. A, uh, she's a Dursley. Um, and also, uh, Killing Eve. She just played, like, one of the heads of, oh. I don't know what they are, MI5, MI6. Yeah. One of the MIs. All right, Eric, what were your other questions or theories? Let's. Okay. Uh, do you think that, um, do you think that, that Ennis will survive the, the winner? Did you think yes. the town? Ta- Do you think the town will just go to war against itself? No. I think if it's survived this long, it's going to keep surviving. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's a, but there is certainly the stirrings <laughs> of a riot brewing, and uh, and 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 large vested groups that are probably willing to go to war against each other. That's. I right. wouldn't be surprised if there yeah. is a is an inner inner city brawl between. Uh, pre- between the indigenous folks, between the miners and the, and the, and the, and the miners, yeah, 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 could be. Okay, do you think we'll? Do you think Clark is alive? That's the scientist. Mm-hmm. I don't remember their first names. Uh, yes. yeah, yeah. I think they're gonna find him in the. I ice think they're place. gonna find him. Okay, um, right, the cave. Yeah, yep. right. Uh, and do you think we're gonna see rust? No. Nah. Yeah, that was. My God, I hope not. There was some. There was some stuff like no, because she wrote this first. Like when I listened to the podcast, the companion podcast, she said she wanted to like write kind of like a western, but set somewhere that wasn't for a wet. Like so, she put this in, but I don't think if she. I hope they don't connect it like that. No, too close. Too too too. If they do, I'll. I'll be very disappointed. (laughs) Stand on. You got to stand on your own. Right. Yeah, uh, because I think people will lose their shit if they connect it that much. Because that's 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 almost like, uh, yeah, the the. Uh, yeah, no, no. When when, yeah. I, what was the, more more Star Wars stuff here? But I think in Mandalorian, where Luke Luke shows up in season two, it's like people lost their shit, and then they went, "Wait a minute, how does this make any sense?" <laughs> yeah, also, it's like a little bit of it's it's a bit too much fan service. I'd also have to look at the timelines and yeah, that would be, no, I don't, I yeah. don't think so. Okay. I do think that season four is almost, I don't know if I want to say accessible, but it's, it's a lot less dense than season one. Yeah. That's There's true. no giant monologues from Matthew McConaughey about time being a flat circle and mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, metaphysical that, that totally stuff. lost me. What? Yeah. what? <laughs> I, I I was mentioning uh, before the we started our our show here that um, I had one episode of season one that kind of put me off track, and yet it was still some of the best television I ever saw, 
which was when when Rust goes undercover into the drug den and goes. Oh yeah, I and, that and, one. and and there was that oh, yeah. one epic uh, trailing shot that just went on forever, right? Where they're in the they're in the drug den and there's the shootout. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I don't know that we needed that. It, it felt like it was like he went undercover and they and they and they got a guy to they, they squeezed him for some information. But yeah, because they got it. They had to get to like the guy who sold meth. Yeah, they were looking for. It that was a very, guy. very long, drawn out right out and, and way to get to him, but and it was kind of sort of it, Tom Cruisey in a way, right? It felt like it was like we're gonna show. It's like I'm a badass spy, and it's like action hero. It's like which was unlike everything else in the show. It was like okay, Matthew McConaughey, action hero. Um, well, I mean, in season one, he was sort of like, um, Buckaroo Banzai, you know, he yeah. was like, <laughs> he was sort of like, oh, I'm the, the best interrogator and I'm the best, I'm like yeah. Sherlock yeah. Holmes and I can do this and I can do that. And I'm the best at everything. So All I right. think it just sort of tied in. Yeah. So I was looking on Wikipedia to just look at that episode. And so that part that you're talking about, Eric, uh, with the biker gang, takes place in 1995 because that's their yep. timeline of like the action. Then when they are being like re-interviewed by the police, uh, it's 2012, mm-hmm. and they don't tell the two investigating officers who are uh, interviewing Matthew McConaughey right. about that whole right escapade. No, but mm-hmm. on Wikipedia it says. They each maintain the story because they want to know where Rust was that he left to visit his father in Alaska. Yep. Ah. But that yeah. was 2012. So, what year does True Detective season four take place? I thought it was 2014. Yes. Yeah. The the the, the 2014. The, I guess yes, because be. the the because there was the flashback was like the bulk of the show was in 1995. And then in two thousand, but they uh, they come back in two thousand twelve to resolve the case. No, no, no. Season four. Well, season four. Oh, so season, season four. four yeah, yeah, season four. Yeah. Season four. Oh. Because you said it's going to. Would, would we right. see rust? No, because in season four, his father is already dead. Okay, okay, so no, he can't go visit his father. He's already dead. In last time. It's a flat circle, and he's a ghost. I don't yeah. know. Or it's more, on that note. Or it's, or <laughs> on that it's, note, yes. it's more lies. I mean, one, yeah. one of the, the, the things about this show is that how how often our lead characters just they are they they can't tell the truth about their stories, right? Uh, that they're covering things up, and we've got that happening with Danvers and Navarro who investigate a murder where it's like, oh, he was already dead. No, he wasn't dead. They shot him. Who shot him? And what? And it's like, and what? What happened? And it's like, apparently Navarro saw a ghost or something like that. And and uh, yeah, but in season season one, of course, there was the the big lie about the big lie, right? Yes, <laughs> which was All right. Season four takes place in twenty twenty three, but the murder Annie's murder oh, was okay. twenty seventeen. Okay, so Got it. Yeah. no, I don't think we'll see Russ. Yeah. 
I think if we were going to see him, we would have seen him at that nomad camp where they're all just like sitting around. <laughs> That's where he would have been. Hey, hey y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it would be too cold for him. Matthew McConaughey. It'd be too cold. Right. It's too cold. He That's true. Out. He is from Louisiana. He's so. from, yeah, he's yeah. got to stay yeah. down. He wouldn't there, hang out there. Was, there, there is a 95% less sweat coefficient in season yeah. four. So we're going to There is, yeah. Here. It's like those, the, the season one was super sweaty. <laughs> I know. And I mean, we do have air conditioner down here, so you don't have to sweat that much. But yeah, but they were they were out in places like Ruston and <laughs> yeah. and uh, you yeah. know and meth labs and mm-hmm. yeah. and meth yeah. labs no, and micro bars. <laughs> I think it, it, I, it's a testament now to how many times I've been to New Orleans, Liz. I think I did recognize two or three scenes that were shot in yeah, areas that I could here recognize, and then a lot out in St. Charles and by the airport. So yeah. All right, folks, on that note, we all recommend you watch True Detective Season Uh 4. And maybe maybe even one if you want to get back to. um... I would say you can enjoy four without one, but I think if you would watch one, maybe after, you'd kind of be like, you'd be able to connect some dots and you'd have some fun going backwards. And there's even a, a reference to one in three. If you want to Is go there? crazy. I, I need to rewatch three because that one just broke my little heart. Because they talk about the uh, cult killings. They mentioned it. Like, oh, that's time. right. Because yeah. season three takes place in <clears throat> Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I, right above I haven't Now, I haven't watched three, but I have seen some connections to a one-eyed man or a gut man who's had, like, mm-hmm. he's, got a, he's got a glassy eye and is a Because season a three is about a kidnapping. Right. Yeah, with Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff and Stephen Dorff's right. cigarettes. And in cigarette Arkansas. budget is probably only <laughs> only matched by the printed photograph budget in season four. Like her yes. spiral, I'm like, my God, who's in that like yep. county print lab? Well, and, and <laughs> it's burning through the ink. And there's always there's boxes of boxes of photo evidence and so much paperwork. They yeah. just yeah. got the case and a and a trailer full of <laughs> photographs. Yes. And, and funny little little like dolls, wicker dolls. Yeah. I mean, we got the yeah. wicker dolls yeah. are back. That's true. So. Right. Blair Witch in there. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. folks. That's spooky time.